What's up, daddies? Today on the People's Podcast, a guy gets busted at Walmart printing porno for the homies. A cop leaves his gun in the john at Target. Houston gets into the drive through strip club game. Taco Bell is cutting items off their menu. A Michigan woman gets busted trying to hire a hitman off a website. And a maniac does mushrooms with Jesus. Bold flavors ripped from the biggest headlines of the week. Live from Los Angeles, whoop, California. You listening to Power Moves, Daddy? Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode ninety-four. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me. From Glendale, Woo, California, on day 832 of quarantine, it's your COVID-free best bud, Gnarly Zach. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Fucking just hanging out right here. We're recording a little bit later. You had a long day at work? Yeah, man. Fucking starving, if I'm being honest. Call you the working <laughs> man. Hey, I, I am on that diet, so I'm starving as well, Gnarly. Yeah, my lunch was uh, ginger, spinach apple and some other types of bullshit blended up into a juice Mm -hmm. that my uh, girlfriend made so that's all i've had today really that's almost like a fast type of item yeah i just weighed myself and i'm down like four pounds already (laughs) i I weighed myself this morning after what am i on two and a half weeks of diet and i'm uh i'm up a half a pound (laughs) hell yeah dude I just that happens like the first two weeks of a diet sometimes your body will freak out it just adds on a little also I'm doing a lot of uh I'm doing workout stuff so I'm hoping that all the fat is just turned into swole lean muscles nar which I'm sure all all chiseled yeah that's all it is I think I look better my tummy's smaller it's like Chase Utley right now dude. (laughs) thank you gnarly it's very kind of you Uh, I want to say happy opening day to everyone including you nar very very excited to watch baseball again we signed Mookie Betts baby he got paid that is wild he's a big boy paid he is a big boy baseball player. That's very exciting, especially in a 60 game season, like dropping that kind of that cache on a, on a, on a big time ball player like that is going to give you a really nice leg up. Yeah. You know me though, man, I find the negative in everything. And immediately <laughs> I, I was like, how the fuck are we going to pay Cody now? Cody's two years younger and Cody's going to need that much money as well. Cause he could also play first base flawlessly. Well, and then I got yelled at the group chat. Well, Why can't you have any fun? See, fuck you. <laughs> This is this hey, is I'm thinking long term, homie. <laughs> yeah. See, you're building a franchise. You're not uh you're not you're not you're not drinking the Kool-Aid they're trying to We got Walker, we gotta pay Walker Bueller pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know, we'll see what happens. Uh you'll be all right. But the 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 thing that's really important is that baseball is back. I got the MLB.tv package. It's just a dream. I got the T-Mobile t- Tuesday. Had the Tigers on today. Yeah, hashtag not sponsored. If you are a T-Mobile subscriber, make sure you take advantage of that free baseball package as well as the free subscription to the Athletic. What a nice bonus, man. The Athletic rules, dude. Even I, if like you should just pay for it. If you like reading like really good sports articles cuz they have everything from like all the top writers. It's great. Yeah. I've it, had the Athletic for over a year now. It's 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 a very nice premium uh uh a lot of curse sp- words in there sometimes, sp- which is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you you're right, if you do like to read 
um, sports stuff. It's it makes you feel like not uh, a complete idiot who just watches TV all day. Like the Athletic yeah. is 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 great writing. It's it's really nice. And I noticed, and Vince mentioned this to me, uh, the piped in sounds that they have at the ballparks totally fine. It's not weird at all. It just sounds like the noise of an empty stadium with a couple people in it. And yeah. it's better than nothing. Like, otherwise, it's going to sound like golf. This does not bother me at all. Also, watching a game like the Tigers versus the Reds on a Tuesday in the middle of the day, having empty stands looks totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> no one's at those games. Mm-mm. When you watch, like, because I'll watch whatever's on. If there's only Kansas City, Cleveland on, I'm watching that. You know, that's it's just on all day for me. Because you, you don't have to pay attention to baseball. Yeah, that's three and a half hours, easy. But with a little bit of emptiness, noise pumped in, and, you know, no one at the game, it's the exact same almost as it was, uh, as it was going to be in the first place. So very, very grateful for the MLB. Not only we got a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts from, oh, De- from Deacon Blues, uh, a really nice Steely Dan ref. Uh, it says, Groovin, no need to be a neeb to enjoy power moves. Uh, worth spending the time uh, with the guys as they give you all the news you need to know. That's that's a cr- pretty accurate uh, description, Darley. <laughs> yeah, dude, it makes it sound smart. Mm-hmm. All this stuff would be swept under the rug if we didn't really put the time into it. And it's weekly news. We're not. I'm not busting out stuff. I don't cheat. I don't have one of those uh, pods where I just dig into the endless amounts of internet where you can pluck stories from forever. These are the weekly ones. We, we, we work hard to find the right things that will entertain you, dear listener, through the headphones. So thank you. And you can have your review read on the program by leaving a five-star review on Apple Pods. Write anything you want. You can give a shout-out to your dad. Your, uh, tell your, your girlfriend she's got, uh, she's got sweet, kissable lips. I don't care. Just leave five stars and a review. It's just that simple. Gnarly, let's do some power foods i know you're Mm. i know you're a del taco man gnarly but taco bell is cutting more than a dozen menu items i'm a taco bell man and i thought we'd go through these and uh we can we can both do this i want to quickly rank all the items that they're that are getting cut and we can either either uh rate them let it go or oh come on smash or pass yeah (laughs) in this case the game is called just let it go or, oh, come on. I might have to ask you for more, uh, like, uh, good descriptions. Because, like I said, I got food poisoning from them back in, like, 2009. <laughs> well, and haven't been back since. Oh, I have uh, I had that experience with Charlie's subs. Uh, I got really, really in good shape, though. Like, I had my, my abs. Oh, you, were, look, you look great after food poisoning. <laughs> my abs were shredded. I was so dehydrated. I looked good. And uh after- there it is, Burns. Just get food poisoning real quick. You don't got to do that diet. <laughs> South South Bronx Paradise <laughs> diet, baby. Do you read what's in these? No. <laughs> <laughs> no need. I don't read what's in Taco Bell. I just order it and eat it. All right. All so right. Uh, the grilled steak soft taco. Eh, let it go. I don't care. Yeah, that sounds too fancy for me. Seven-layer burrito. Oh, come on. What's in that? Man, that you know seven layer dip. That's the beans, cheese, uh, guac, a tomato, onion. You know that 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 dip that you have at yeah, parties. Yeah, the bean dip. It's that bean dip, but in a burrito. Oh, that's pretty badass. It's so good. 
because it, it's all it's the warm beans with the cheese. I but, imagine it's cheap. It's cheap, pretty cheap at Taco Bell. Um, it used to be uh, like a four dollar item by itself. No, nah, I feel like it it came in the two or three dollar range. It was uh, a little bit premium, but I don't know if they jacked it up. But it was great because it had all that stuff. It tasted fresh, and you know when, when you get that. Do they have olives in it? No olives. Um, All right. They used to have black olives would garnish the Taco Bell items back when I was a youth. Like when That's you got pretty bald when you when you got enchiladas, it had like a couple black on olives top on top of the sour cream. And I always thought of that as a very Midwestern thing. Like my mother would always put black olives on Mexican food, and you don't see it when you go to any authentic places. <laughs> That's no. Uh, I think my friends would punch me. Yeah, but it tastes good, and I do it at home when I'm making if I'm making nachos and I got black olives. Man, it really kicks it up for me. Uh, Nacho Supreme, I'm going to say, oh, come on. Nacho Supreme is a classic item. I know they screw around with various other nachos, but. Is that just sour cream, cheese, and ground beef? Yeah, tomato. Um, Beans in there. Maybe some green onion on top. Beans. Yeah, it's like solid. Like you can just get that and eat it and you're all good. That sucks. They're pulling it. That's a bummer. Uh, Beefy Fritos Burrito, one of my favorite value menu items. Oh, come on. I remember when they, I saw commercials for that. They almost got me again. And I was like, ah, can't I, do it, man. You got, you got to stand your ground, Zach. <laughs> I, get, I get those I get those no rice. And um, because Ooh, that's just, just, meat fill, tube. just filler, man. No, a it's, meat tube of chips. You're, you're, you got Fritos. You got cheese sauce, cheese, and ground beef. Like, that's mm. it. That's all you need. I'm going to make one over the weekend. Fuck it. Oh, I think you definitely should. Spicy tostada. Eh. Yeah, let it go. Uh, Triple layer nachos. Oh come on! Like I, that was a that was a good item too. That was just beans in there. That was just beans, nacho cheese sauce, and like and like red sauce or, or or beef. I forget. Do you remember when they had the super nacho thing at Taco Bell? Yeah, big I remember meat. seeing that too, and it came in a taco shell itself. It was like really fucked up. Oh no! Nachos in a taco bowl, like a taco shell bowl. <laughs> taco salad. They had no, but it wasn't a salad. It was just nachos in like <laughs> that bowl, and I was just like, "Damn!" <laughs> I must, I must have missed that because I remember when they had the uh, when they had the the proper taco salad was a big deal. Like adults mm-hmm. would get that, kids would never get it, but adults would get it because it was like a salad. And they thought it was healthy. It always had the black olives on it too. Spicy potato, uh, soft taco. Let it go. Don't care. Cheesy, cheesy fiesta potatoes. Let it go. Cheesy potato grill. Uh, the, the potatoes, uh, I got to vouch for those. Just uh, the burrito with just the potatoes and cheese was extremely good. Well, I bet it tastes good. but Nice and crunchy, and I feel like it should still be there you, you to help out the, the vegetarians at least. You don't get any um, – there's no protein in that. So, you know, even when I eat crap, I'm like, I need meat. <laughs> I feel like that's healthier, but no, I understand. That's the prize of your item. You get that with like some like so- uh, soft tacos or something. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, but we've we've uh, discussed how I'm not a French fry guy. Like, I go to McDonald's. I just want three fries. I want. Oh, dude, I'm a, I'm a slut for fries. Oh, I know. You're one of those people, and I don't understand how you do it. You can just sit there and eat like a pound of French fries. I'll, I'll hurt myself. Yeah, I've hurt myself many a time. I don't know. I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm very lucky that unless it's like chili cheese fries and I'm eating yeah, with a fork, are, I can stop and I can walk away. Uh, all the potatoes are gone from Taco Bell. Beef, beefy nacho loaded griller, don't care. Chips and guac, who's getting that from Taco Bell? That's dumb. Chips and pico de gallo, dumb. Mini skillet bowl breakfast, who cares? So uh, a couple things, 
are going away that uh, I'm going to miss a, a whole bunch, and I think I can go get them for a couple more days. Are they replacing it with anything? No, I Have think they said? they said that they're just oh, just cleaning house. They're just trying to make it lean and mean. Cut cut costs real quick, and that makes sense, you know, from a business perspective. But they are keeping the dollar nacho double stack, which is hands down, in my opinion, the best current deal. That's all you need. Taco Bell could just sell that hashtag. Not sponsored. Let's get into some power news you can use. Utah man charged with printing pornos at Walmart to send to his homies. Hell yeah. (laughs) A Weber County uh, Utah man was charged Monday with using a Walmart photo center to print porno images. He said he was sending to his locked up homies. Uh, That's pretty tight. (laughs) I don't know. Why are you you doing this? Don't they got an email or something? You can get a phone in jail. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to let them get those photos, anyways. They look at everything. I'm sure. I don't think they can get. uh, I I bet that's blocked on whatever phones they have, whatever burners or their email. I'm sure has some sort of software that that cuts that out. But like, why? Why send photos? Like, what? Doesn't make sense. Nah, dude. That you printed them out? It sounds shady. It sounds like, what are these? You know, where did you get these? Like, I can understand sending some porno to the homies, but just go get like a club international from the liquor store or something. You know, get a club, get a cherry, get one. Yeah, now you said that I'm thinking about like, were these his personal photos of something? That he probably shouldn't have, or this like, what, what's he doing? Um, I heard some uh, allegations that it was uh, that that something was up, but there was nothing very clear, and it was not uh, discussed in every article. So I felt that it was a bit hearsay, and uh, we can't just jump to conclusions yeah. on that. But I mean, maybe they're just like nude pics of dudes' wives or girlfriends of uh, who are in jail. Wouldn't that be a nice business? Like, I will go to your house. I will take digital photos of your girlfriend. <laughs> I, I feel like those dudes would be like, that sounds cool on paper. And then when you're laying in your cell, you're just like, is he fucking my wife right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who else is at my house? Like, nah, that's, hell no, dude. <laughs> I, I think you go along with it because you know someone's going to hit it if you're in jail for 25 years. But once you get out, you'll be like, thanks for the pics, homie. But uh, shank, shank, shank. um so he gets uh he gets he gets busted or did he just get off going to be a pervert in public and wanting to get caught kind of thing (laughs) just made that story about his homies in prison it sounds plausible though when i I get to some other details name's john david hughes 32 uh he gets pinched for pornography distribution which is a third degree felony and in utah it's like the death penalty right I think that must be it because it really uh, confused me. Because, like, what? You can't send porno to your friends? Just porno is everywhere. Yeah, you can literally just type in boobs on your phone. Right. Go to images. Yeah, and whether it's funny or not, like, it's like my friends send me disgusting things all the time because they're they're piles. And it's yeah, just, with the iPhone. I, I've been known to do that with the uh, invisible ink you could send images of. So your friends have to drag their finger across it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What is this? Well, I'll tell you where I'm not moving to Utah because I, I can't I can't get pinched for uh, some some nudie pics that someone sends me. That's pretty steep. Yeah, that's scary. Um, 
Witnesses at Walmart said that the man appeared to be printing off porno images at the photo center and then using the surveillance video, the cops identified the guy. Um, he has a neck and head tattoos, so uh, wasn't too tough. All right. <laughs> you know, there's sure tattoos are much more commonplace than they used to be, but you can narrow it down when a guy's got a bunch of head and neck tattoos. Who yeah, also, imagine Utah, that's not hard to find. Right, and you got to assume, if he's sending uh, porno pics to the homies in prison, <laughs> he's been in there before. He, he told what do you him, mean I can't do this? <laughs> he told the cops when he got arrested, I, quote, I was printing off the pornographic pictures to send to the homies who were locked up. Very clear. You know, that's how porno used to come in the mail. Like, and also gnarly... Maybe the homies need it real bad. Maybe they're like real backed up and they got a porno shortage. Hey, you can only think about so much shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't want people to have to go without. Come on. If a man's locked up, you know, sometimes people are wrongfully incarcerated. Let's not take away porno. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, please. This is all these people have. Yeah, unless you're a rapist or a pedophile. Right, then not. you don't get any yeah, of you, that. You, you, you blew it. Yeah, you blew it. But if you're a... You're a non-rapist, non-murderer, non-pedophile. You have, like, maybe you uh, lit a 7-Eleven on fire or something, and you're doing your time, paying, yeah. paying your debt. You deserve some nice, uh, glossy, printed-out pornos if they're, you know, legally Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. As long, as long as they're uh, legally uh, taken. There's got to be so much vintage smut out there. Just get all those old hustlers that are just in the <laughs> trash going to be burning up right. fucking the ozone. Yeah. Send them today. I got one under the chair cushion, gnarly. I got a 1989 one in my closet. Got to. You got to have them around the house, just like for old time's sake. Also, cool. here's, here's one point I want to make, then we'll move on. But like Walmart can sell all the fucking guns and fat, fat foods and booze and like frozen pancakes filled with nacho cheese. Uh, all, all these things kill people, but a man can't print some pornos there. Come on, Walmart. You know, get. You ain't, hurt, you ain't hurting anybody. Get hip. Get hip. Oh. Allegedly. <laughs> Gnarly, let's head on down the road to Target, where everything's a little more chill. You know, Target's hip. I bet Target is is, uh, is down to clown when it comes to hardcore pornography being printed. Oh, you got porno? Come right this way. I'll take, I'll take care of you real quick. <laughs> Probably totes okay. Um, here's a story. Loaded handgun belonging to a deputy found in an Ohio Target family restroom. This is wild. And I, and I got to preface this gnarly. And probably, I wonder if I can't get in trouble for saying this. If I find a sweet gun in the bathroom, I'm taking that home. Yeah, I'm getting a paper towel and grabbing it. Being like, right up, put this under your seat. Right, right. Put it under your seat. Hopefully, you're not going to get pinched for finding something. But you, <laughs> I mean, if it has a body on it, you're fucked, though. Right. Oh, that yeah. Becomes, that becomes your murder. Yeah, this is true. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, Real question. Slippery, slippery slope. But it's like if I was in a Target bathroom and let's say I'm uh, you know, taking a squirt and I turn around and there's like a, a giant TV sitting there. I'm like, well, someone left a TV in here. I'm going to take that just the same. It's an item of value. I would take a picture with a gun. I'd be like, I'm going to take a picture with a couple it. pics, but you know what's going to happen. Then you're going to be one of those fucking fools who gets busted. I ain't going to post it. That's going, in the group. That's going in the group chat. I'm not stupid. Man, you can't trust everyone in that group chat, gnarly. Someone could narc you out. Group chat's sacred. I know. That's, the group chat has to be sacred. There has to be a. You, you handle everything within the group chat. 
You want to take you want to tear judge. some tear someone down for their wrongs? <laughs> group chat. Chat board. You drunk and want to vent and have no one care about it? Group chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's what your uh, your old friends are for. You you uh you you fire them up and like if you're having a bad day, sometimes I'll just pick a fight and just go back and forth. Oh, that's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, at Jamie Housen shared this with me on uh, Instagram, I believe. This is from Hilliard, Ohio. A loaded handgun belonging to a sheriff's deputy was found inside a family restroom at a Target in Hilliard. Like, what's the what's the family restroom situation, Arlie? Is that like where a whole fam takes a dump together? Just like one big stall with four to five yeah, toilets. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's like a handicap stall on roids. It's got a table <laughs> in there. I think, seats. I think it's where a family restroom is where um, you can bring your child, I think is what that basically means. Like, like the diaper change area thing? Yeah, yeah but it's, it's specifically like so a, uh, a, uh, a, a mom or a dad can go in there and not have other people while they're changing their kid or letting their mm. little kid go potty or something. And like, you know, it's more comfortable. But that's just me. Why was this cop in the family restroom popping a squat, pushing out the button? <laughs> A cop, and he's like, this is going to be nice and clean. I'm not going to flush it. Hey, I'm going to leave my gun. I'm going to leave <laughs> To be fair, if I, uh, if I see that one restroom is um, real nice and spacious, I'm probably going in and locking the door. You know, I, I do that a lot too, you, man. You got you to gotta get it on in a proper way. You can't, can't just go into the, into the, with the dregs of society, people pissing on the floor and things. I bet that family restroom... With that stall with the four or five shitters in it, you get that all to yourself. You just like little poop here, little poop there. <laughs> Sounds dynamite. I don't think that's true, but I want it to be. Police were called to the Target store Thursday morning after the loaded gun was found. The report said that the gat was found hanging on the handle of the door with one round in the chamber and a full magazine. Jesus. <laughs> so. I th- like the door handle or the, like a coat hanger on the door? Um, it says the articles all said the word handle, but I think they're incorrect. I think it's it's like the coat hanger on the back of the door. But I think he I took shutting that and turning around and be like, oh, shit, there's it, a strap right here. Yeah. And it's not like he took off his whole gun belt. He just like took the gun out probably in the holster and just, just right. God, don't want to get shit on my gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to get shit on my gun. Hey, the safety was on. It's not a big deal. Calm down, you know? Oh, wait, that yeah, was loaded. <laughs> if some kid finds that, you know, I put my gun there, Big, no big deal. Some kid finds it, shoots himself. You don't blame me. You blame your parents for not teaching those kids proper gun safety. I'm clearly not to blame, darling. <laughs> it's, it's not my fault. Police never do anything wrong. I mean, I can't grow out a stinky with this gun on me. It's not a relaxing item. It's yeah. There's a family with three kids waiting to use the restroom after me. Hey, but it's 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 yeah. You want to get it out fast. Uh, I was trying to be uh, helpful to the other families who wanted to take a crap in here. So um, the gun, you know, it's it's stressful to have on me because it's a you know weapon of destruction, and uh, I like to hang it up by the by the trigger guard on the on the on the coat rack, and then uh, you know I can look at it while I push it out, and I'm like, no gun right now. I'm in the free time. This is all for me. And you know, like gnarly, you know how uh, after you launch a brown shark into a target family crapper and 
you get like a relaxed euphoria, euphoria gnarly, you know, you're all kind of just wishing. Yeah, kind of like come almost. Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little drip. And yeah. then uh, everything fades away and, and you forget stuff. So uh, this can't be my fault, gnarly. Just, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, would you want to crap with a gun on? Like, you got to take it off. You're like, it could go off when you're pushing out a mud stick and shoot you in the scrotum, gnarly, and no one wants I that. I don't take my work with me into the restroom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> According to the sheriff's office, the deputy was on duty at the time, and there was there's an administrative review going. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was on duty at the time, gnarly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sheriff's office said as soon <laughs> as the deputy realized what happened, uh, he self-reported it, um, which, you know, at least he, he freaked out and... Uh, and uh and did the right thing as opposed to like pretending it got stolen by someone which, i got beat up yeah that's <laughs> that's what could happen it reminds me of uh when john c Riley loses his gun in magnolia <laughs> and has his meltdown <laughs> that's all i've seen it oh gnarly if you you've no, magnolia when did that come out oh boy it must be Google it. 98, something like that. 2001, somewhere around there. It's after Pre Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. It's oh, it's at, after Boogie Nights? Post Boogie Nights. It is a must watch, gnarly. It's fucking A plus fantastic. Let's move on. Texas opens its first drive through strip club. And if you remember, we've been reporting on the uh, the Portland uh, place that's, that's doing the drive through strip. Finally, Texas has gotten in the game. Vivid Gentlemen's Club in Houston is set up inside a makeshift tent turned club where super horny customers can park for two songs. Only two songs allowed, gnarly. And then you gotta get out of there. Yeah. Apparently you gotta, you know, you gotta spill it into your sweats and within two songs or uh, or too bad, so sad. And two songs in strip club time is like a minute forty. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like when it, whenever you uh, <laughs> you've gotten the lap dance, um, just if you have, if you have, uh, not saying I ever have, if you have, um, you'll be like, isn't there two more verses to every rose has its thorn? Like, <laughs> where's the rest of the song? I paid for twenty dollars worth of a three minute song. Now you're making yeah, that it. Shit, five, man. Mm. Oh, it's it's super <laughs> aggravating. The, the erotic babes get nasty, nasty with their sex moves from behind several barricades separating them from cars filled with guys and their boners. And this could be a problem. Couldn't you see that being a problem, gnarly? Someone's going to get out the old fun stick and uh, slap it around and be like, hey, I know. And they're like, it's my car. It's my car. You're like slam it on the steering wheel, but I'm inside my car. <laughs> or you just got like you got tinted windows, you just crack it like three inches and just see your <laughs> eyes, and you're just like it's like this. That dude don't even have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Drivers, they can also order food including nachos, burgers, chicken sams, jalapeno poppers, and what they say is an authentic Italian pizza handmade in Italy. So probably Totinos. <laughs> Support local business, man. Yeah. I bet that's a party pizza. Essentially, that's what they're doing is you wait for the two songs. They make your food. I don't know how they get it done that fast, but. Yeah, it sounds like a drive through with boobs. And then you just eat. Like you just sit in your car and eat a whole pizza. <laughs> that's not enough time. When can't you, put a pizza on your lap. You got a boner. Can I, <laughs> can it just tips over. Can it? Can oh, I, oh, hurt you. Ah. Can I spin around and hit it again? Can I get like two more songs? 
Because you just got your hazards on. <laughs> they can also, uh, they can order booze. Like they can get six packs of beer. That's kind of weird. Yeah, you can also buy an entire bottle of Fireball, which, Ugh. like, is it to drink while you're there? Like you just gonna, That's what I'm saying, dude. Like you just gonna a whole bottle, a fifth of Fireball, and two songs, and drive on off. <laughs> Whatever happens once you leave the property is on the erect customer. That's the vivid policy now. <laughs> Texas is cool, man. <laughs> Texas is a lot. There's a lot of cool shit in Texas. Um, what I love is uh, uh, this is the voice I always do for every because it's fun to do. But I guarantee you, this guy uh, who's the manager is um, is is has this voice. His name's Gino Delolo. And, oh <laughs> yeah, it, but and uh, you know I don't <laughs> I don't want to just uh, assume. But uh, judging by the way his his comments are, you know, uh, this guy rocks. Uh. <laughs> we racked the numbers and thought we should do it, and realized if we do it, we're doing it for the entertainers, the staff, and the employees. Delolo said, because to keep us open, we can't do the numbers. We're not making any money. This is purely for the staff. Here's the thing: I think we're essential to the people we employ here to support their kids and whatnot. They rely on us. <laughs> this is how they make a living. I don't think we're essential. That is Teamster talk right there. It's when, when, he, when he hits that whatnot, then you know. When it's the, <laughs> yeah, uh, support the kids and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that really what? Whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever. No, I don't want, I don't want I, them making uh, unemployment. They got to work. No, no, no. Though I mean, it's got to be tough. Like for for anyone who loses their job, it's extremely difficult. And if someone who works in the erotic dance industry, that's really, really difficult. That's like, what I'm saying. It sucks. Yeah. Like that should like they should be able just to stay home right now and not have to worry about it and be getting money. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. So you go in there and it's like, look at these big old titties and sweet dumplings while we make your totinos. Get your rock hard before you slop lunch, and then you gun a uh, fifth of fireball and drive off, daddy. I hope you don't hit no kids, okay? Hey, you never hear, hey, never hear. You no receipts, no receipts. There's no paper trail. The cameras are off. What's my name, Gino? No. What's my name? Gino, I said, what's my name? Gun in Gino. the face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The gun click right in the, right in the schnaz. I'll take you to Italian to join. I'll get the fuck out uh, of here. That guy's going to come kill us. <laughs> oh, no, no. I hope not, dude. Please don't. Hey, we're I trying to. We're, we love Texas, Gino, and we're promoting your business. Hashtag not sponsored. Not. That's a free advertisement. <laughs> Moving on to Monroe County, Michigan. A woman got arrested for attempting to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband. And the circumstances of this are what makes it real fun. When, Let's go. Wendy Wine of South Rockport allegedly contacted a website called www.rentahitman.com. This is a real thing, and I'm going to put the link in the show description. And she filled uh. out... <laughs> You can see Gnarly's face right now. God damn, dude. She filled out a form with her name on it and everything. Social. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> to request help taking care of an quote-unquote issue with her ex-husband. The website's owner contacted Michigan State Police and told them that Wine may be trying to actually kill her ex-husband. 
undercover investigation got set up and a trooper posed as a hitman to meet up with wine to talk about the job. God damn. Wine was then arrested for solicitation to commit murder after offering to pay five grand to the hitman to kill her ex-husband who lives in another state. I think he lives in Tennessee. So she was going to pay for him to travel. Plus international baby. Never mind. Man, just <laughs> kicking around five G's in cash out there. I don't hate anyone enough to pay five G's for them to not exist anymore. Like, I, And it shouldn't cost that low. It shouldn't be that low. No. no. Well, on uh, real rentahitman.com, it's uh, it's values every day, gnarly. Well, if you're listening, you shouldn't go to that website because I feel like you get put on a list if you do. Like, don't do that. Like, if you go look at that shit, I don't know, man. Like, have a VPN first. <laughs> look, I've I've been on it multiple times today. And God damn it, burn! <laughs> it is up to your discretion. Rentahitman.com in the show description. Hashtag not sponsored. It's <laughs> super funny, and it looks like if it was a real business. It's oh, it's nuts. It's worth going to. If you're who no, you're not gonna get pinched for going to that. Maybe, <laughs> probably I'm not. About getting pinched, my just, door gets kicked in. Those curtains behind us get all fucked up. I can't think. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything better than like two guys swinging in from a chopper, kicking my window in right now <laughs> during the show. Ah! I'd go straight in my car, and I'm trying to hop the border to Mexico. I don't <laughs> think they'll let me in right now, but I'll hop that fence with my passport. Me going to a website for five minutes ruins everyone's life <laughs> there's stranger things stranger things this is a great story this is so much fun burglar did mushrooms with jesus nice yeah thursday morning uh uh davies county kentucky sheriffs uh responded to a call about a fun guy it sounds like a fun guy gnarly <laughs> running down the road completely nude and slapping passing vehicles with his hands. Oh, just, sick. just like that guy was on, he was on one. You know, just like ba 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 ba. He's completely naked. He's butt naked. On the way to investigate this guy, they get a call about a burglary in, burglary in progress at 1:24 a.m. So they divert to the burglary, and then at the residence they find John. And Stephanopoulos, 41, standing there in the residence, uh, butt naked, and a ton of blood and mud all over his body. Whoa. They use the term substantial in the report. So it's, there's a lot. Oh, that's scary, dude. The report states that Stephanopoulos started walking uh, towards the deputies. That's, you don't want to see that. You don't want to, I mean, you don't want to see a guy covered in mud and blood just zombie walking towards you. You refuse. I mean, you signed up for it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying you don't want this. Oh, that's me. I'm running, dude. I'm good on that. I'm throwing a five at him and leaving. I'm, I'm taking off and uh, I'm chucking my uh, badge in the river on the way home, and that's it. Or like uh, at the end of Point Break, uh, I go out to the beach. Like Keanu does after he lets Swayze go and whip that into the ocean. Say, see you later, alligator. The report states that Stephanopoulos started walking towards the deputies and refused to get on the ground after multiple commands to do so. 
He then started running towards deputies while yelling oh, profanities, according to the report, which I love when they have that in these in these crime reports, because in my head, it's always juvenile stuff. It's like, ah, suck my dick, shitbag, you fart fucker. <laughs> Why don't you suck my ass, crapmeister? Yeah. Eat my duty hole, C word. <laughs> That's when Stephanopoulos... After he, he's running, saying, suck my dick, shitbag. And, uh, <laughs> and in that moment, he gets smoked with a stun gun and just immediately hits the <laughs> ground and is placed in handcuffs. After they do this, he's on the ground. He's all fried. He's cuffed up. He jumps up from the ground and attempts to run towards a deputy again. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy, you go for it, man. You don't go, you don't take, you don't get taken down. You gotta, you gotta take it all the way to the house, daddy. And maybe gnarly, maybe this guy, he's on mushrooms. Maybe he was just super horny from a hug from the drugs. And because Kentucky doesn't have a drive through strip club, he had no choice. Yeah, man. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> Cops noticed that the front door to the house was smashed open. There were holes punched in the drywall, blood smeared on several walls and windows of the residence, and a bunch of glass on the floor. And what was his blood? Yeah. What I picture is when like a deer or a, like a bird gets inside someone's house and they freak out because they don't know how to get out. You know, like it just you see, fucks everything. It up. just fucks everything up. I think that's what he did. I got some pictures I could send you. I had a room <laughs> like that, man. You had a what? When I was growing up, we had we just got a boxer and we had a new cat, and oh. the boxer got into the house and ended up getting locked into my sister's room with the cat for like oh, four hours. No, no. So my mom came home. She told me and my sister to stay outside. She thought somebody was in the house. Uh huh. And when she opened the door, it was just like the dog and cat just hanging out, like calm. But the room was just ripped apart. They already like the blinds were all fucked up. Like they they hung out with each other and figured it out. You know, what I mean, they did it on their own. Then after that. They were always cool with each other. Never had a problem. They just, they <laughs> destroyed everything. And then they were like, they, they, they just brawled. It's just like, sometimes you got to throw down they with someone. They held each other and we're just like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. You good? We cool? Yeah. We cool? All right, cool, cool. That's crazy. <laughs> I those photos. I'll, I'll shoot them to you. Oh, we've, we've got to share those. <laughs> I can't believe like, like that's, he probably did that. He probably was just all out of his mind. He kicks the door down to this house, and then once he gets inside, he's like, this is not my house! I can't find the door! Oh, my God! I mean, if you're that screwed up that you're just naked, running down the road, slapping hands like you're fucking Will Ferrell in old school, you're covered in blood at car on cars and shit, you are uh, definitely probably not in the mind of being able to figure out how to get out of a house you don't know how you got into. Uh-uh. When you're that blasted, dude. <laughs> While he's being read his rights, Stephanopoulos keeps repeating that he had taken mushrooms with Jesus and that they were playing a virtual reality video game together, according to the report. Nice. <laughs> so in his head. He's playing smash him up. He pl- he's playing some weird like uh, virtual reality game. Like if you ever played virtual reality video games, you feel like you're in it. Maybe the drugs made him forget that he was in, in real life. I mean, I've been that high many a time and I've never uh, <laughs> ripped my clothes off and damaged other people's property. <laughs> I think this guy was going through some shit. Uh, he was arrested and charged with indecent exposure, burglary, 
criminal mischief, resisting arrest, public intox, and menacing. I always like that one. I'm not positive what it means, but like menacing sounds like, yeah, you're like. That's probably the mud. That means you got mud and blood on you. It's mud and blood. It's just like disturbing. You disturbed people by running around slapping their yellow Toyota Corollas with blood stains and shit. <laughs> he, uh, here's the thing. Like, I always figure, and I don't do a lot of stories on the show because at the end of the day, it's simply a person who is mentally ill. Now, there are some people that we show, have on the show that may have some bits of mental illness, but you can also kind of figure out that by, by, by looking through the articles and seeing what their arrest uh, history is, that they might be just a you know maniac person, which falls into some sort of category. This guy, this guy is not like some homeless guy who is out of his mind and needs help. This guy was a sales associate. He was working as a sales associate with a realty firm in that town. And he's also a licensed chiropractor. He's basically a doctor. Yeah, this guy's a nerd who <laughs> went way too hard on the drugs. That's what it is. I and think. lost his mind. Like, he never did these in high school or anything and didn't know how to handle it. That's uh -uh. what happens when you do drugs when you're older, man. It fucks you up, like, even harder. <laughs> yeah, because your brain's fully developed and it doesn't know how to handle some new reality that yeah. it hasn't experienced before. You gotta he do really felt invisible, like invincible and shit. Yeah, he saw like, Jesus for real. <laughs> he probably he probably forgot he well he said he did the drugs with Jesus, but if he's seeing Jesus and he's never experienced this sort of euphoria from uh from uh from magic mushrooms before in a strong dose, maybe he thought it was all real. Dude, I seen the crossroads when I was on acid in the clouds. That <laughs> shit looked scary. I don't <laughs> never done acid, gnarly, and uh, just like you said. I'm I'm way too old. My age, I'm not trying acid for the first time to see how it works out. Nah, <laughs> but, yeah, but, I would. Unless we're in the desert together, I'd be like, we're going to do some acid burns. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> just a teensy a bit. bit. We'll lay on some rocks. Teensy bit. But if I if my brain turns into yogurt, that's on you, Gnarly. And I'm going to tell everyone, and Gnarly did this. <laughs> the show's all screwed up. Just mush my hey, welcome power moves. I don't want it to Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> today on this show, chicken fingers, dead spiders. I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there. I still have the Zoom camera up, and you're just not there. This week on Patreon, I'm giving away the original and only copy of Time House. If you're familiar with Time House, you're familiar. If you're not, I'm not going to explain it. It was given to me by the <laughs> awesome staff at Black Hat in Washington, D.C. It's autographed by Carl Welzine. I'm also giving away in this package a natural light koozie, a custom pair of homemade Maui Jim sunglasses. You saw the first pair, Gnarly. This is another one. They're looking real good. Mm. And uh, you'll notice that none of this is up on the Patreon site yet due to a small possible legal issue I'm working around. But fear not. <laughs> <laughs> It will get done. And uh, I want to say congratulations to the winner of the Macho Man Randy Savage framed glossy print, of course, autographed by Carl Welzine's beautiful thing. Let's do some power tube. My uh, movie of the week, which I was uh, referred. I, I, already, I already had it in the queue. I'm a cool guy. But uh, the pop man, Jesse Pop, said that he enjoyed it. And I, I had to give it a whirl. And it did not disappoint. Next of kin. From 1989, it's on HBO Max. It's a Patrick Swayze movie. It's post-Roadhouse. If you like Roadhouse, you're going to love this. 
It's wild. Set in Chicago with a little bit of Kentucky put into it. It's uh, about a Chicago cop from Kentucky. He's joined by his Appalachian brother who's trying to avenge uh, their other brother's murder by the mob. So much fun. And here's who's in the cast, gnarly. Like, I didn't look at who was in it until I started watching it, and that's every other person will be like, oh, my God. I thought this was just some, like, straight-to-DVD thing. No, it's Patrick Swayze, Liam Neeson, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, and Ben Stiller. (laughs) Ben Stiller Stiller is like a shitty rich kid. It's great. It's great. Check that out. Gnarly, what would you watch this week? Uh, this week, I'm still smashing through those uh, Chefs Tour with Anthony Bourdain on Amazon Prime, yep. which is a lot of fun. Uh, then uh, yeah, I started watching The Last Dance again as they put it on Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. My girlfriend's never seen it, so we've been smashing through that. Left off on the um, Dennis Rodman episode. Forgot okay. about how many like, good one-liners there are in that shit. So good. and it's, you The know, whole part where uh, Jordan's playing the Cavs, and he comes down to that last shot. And I forget the name of the player on, the, on Cleveland. And he's like, uh, as soon as we got into the huddle, the coach said so-and-so is going to cover him. And I said, all right, whatever, man. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> then Jordan, of course, hits the game with his shot. Right. I got to um, I gotta watch that again, but it has to feel right. Just like everything I watch has a feeling. And like, yeah. it'll be like maybe seven months from now, and I'll just that'll get popped up on uh, Netflix, and I'll just have that moment of, oh, let's do this again. It's like Saturday night. I can't decide what to watch. Let's just sink in and rock it all in one evening. And then all of a sudden it's 5.30 a.m. and my day's ruined the next day. So dope. But tonight I'm going to watch uh, today Liverpool officially got the Premier League trophy mm-hmm. for the last home game. And I recorded all that uh, post-game footage. So I'm going to get into that after I make my street dogs. Oh, that's a lot of fun for you. Yeah, it's National Hot Dog Day. Today we're recording this on a Wednesday. Nice. Um, and you can still Hot do this. Too. I'll let you do this tomorrow if you want. I don't think anyone has a problem with it. If you want to tag a picture of your hot dog, it doesn't, whatever you what, whatever you want, uh, a fancy hot dog, whatever you like to put up, uh, put on your dog, tag it with at Monday night beers. And, um, we're going to give away two of the brand new Monday night beers koozies that, that, uh, Vince had made and they're beautiful. They look sweet, dude. They're, they're super sick. All you got to do is tag uh your your thing with monday night beers on your instagram and then um we're gonna pick the winner on next next monday gnarly unfortunately there was never not a monday night beers this week because zoom fucked us zoom made us grab our fucking ankles and not nice it just sometimes that happens this happened to one of these shows we've had a couple where i had to technology is whack yeah and you know if you're these, you got to download these whole things, and if you don't get it done before your computer crashes or something happens, uh, it's gone. It's really it's, it's disturbing, but we'll be back next Monday. We'll figure it out, man. I'll take another six-pack of care into the face. <laughs> Life goes on. Yeah, we were all pretty tuned on Monday. Yeah, like, like after that, when I got the text, I was like, damn, yeah. my eyes were all crooked. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. It was a, yeah, it was, good hang, it was a really good episode that you'll never get to hear. <laughs> <sighs> Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross off his 1980 self-titled Grammy-winning album. You've probably heard this a bunch of times. If you have not, I want you to take another listen to it. You might write it off as just some smooth uh, thing that you heard at the Rite Aid one time, but it's bigger than that to me. 
I think it deserves more attention. Of course, you're going to hear Michael McDonald's iconic pipes doing his backing vocals on the song, doing anything Michael McDonald touches. That's secret sauce, beast. man. The beast, dude. I got to shoot you. I got a, one of his performances from a radio station mm-hmm. from about like three months ago, and that, that dude smashed it. <laughs> he uh, was getting down. Love it. Send it over, please. Uh, if you've never just listened to the lyrics and really like like tried to dissect it some people just hear it in passing and they know the they know the uh the uh the the chorus and whatnot but the song is first person account from my from christopher cross that's how he he didn't do this of course but it's about a convicted multiple murderer on the run from a hanging sentence trying to reach the border of mexico that's what the song's about it's not some soft song it's it's kick-ass it's not soft rock uh and this is a fun fact christopher cross wrote ride like the wind when he was on acid quote we were living in houston at the time and on the way down to austin to record the songs it was just a beautiful texas day so i took some acid and then i wrote the words on the way down from houston to austin hell yeah just in the car all tripped out man and it worked out because that song is incredible but i feel the need to also encourage you to check out the metal cover of Ride Like the Wind by uh, the English band Saxon off their 1988 album Destiny. It's a lot of fun, gnarly. <laughs> I'll peep that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Saxon, so it's not like the best metal band, but they get the job done, and it's one of those things where you get, meh, you know, 30 seconds into it before you really realize that's what the song is, and then, <laughs> and then it blows up. It's, it's fantastic. Gnarly, what are you listening to? Uh, I love LA, man, by Randy Newman. Yes. Baseball's back. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that's this track that gets played after the Dodgers uh, whoop on somebody. Uh, I hope I be hearing that a lot. Well, not in person, though, which is going to suck, but it I've is ta- what it is. We've talked about it before on the program how if you go to a Dodger game, Dodgers win. Like when that kicks in, it's everyone's got a big smile, man. You can't not smile at that song. Especially like on a Friday or a Saturday, you're already kind of tuned up. Yep. Saturday at like a, a six o'clock start, so that game's over at nine. Yep. Everyone's just hyped from that. Like, what's the next move? What are we doing? <laughs> yep. And then we get to go down the road into Echo Park mm-hmm. and go hit that keyboard hits, dude. In the beginning, Ooh, it's it's a lot of fun. You go hit Little Joy, or we go hit Holloway, or something. Have some cold beers, Nolly. We're gonna never, never gonna get to do this again. Oh, man, I'm sad now. <laughs> that, I have used that song as a power group before. That is in the playlist. That's, that's a great uh, pick. I may have picked that twice. It just sometimes it feels good. I was rocking it the other day. I talked. It's like a driving song, too. Well, I was talking to you and the boys. I was trying to find it. I was tuned up and uh, listening to it. I was like, I want to hear that song in the context of the whole album. I tried to find the vinyl. I couldn't find a good deal. Someday, when I can go to a record store again, People ask me, like, what's the thing you miss the most? Of course, it's the hang. Of course, it's the boys. Of course, it's the bar. Of course, it's the happy hour and food. But it's record stores for me. Like, that's a big part of uh, uh, my uh, self-care and mental therapy is just sinking myself into a record store and going through everything. Can't do it anymore. I don't know. Maybe some places are open, but the ones in my neighborhood aren't. And it's just killing me. It's killing me. I've been ordering. Today, this week, I got... Um, Judas Priest screaming for vengeance on vinyl, and I got it off Amazon because it was a good deal. It was like 15, 16 bucks, 180 grams. It's really nice. But it's not the same as buying it and then carrying it home or 
my favorite thing is to go meet some people at the bar after the record store. Like I, I hit there at noon and then go meet for some cocktails at one and you got your stuff. Look what I got. And everyone can look at it and touch it. And like Joe DeRosa always bought so many cassettes and record albums. If he showed up with a bag from Amoeba, I was just so happy. I was like, I'll just take these. I'll be off in the corner. I'm going to go root through and read all the liner notes on this. I got a bonus item for the show today, Gnarly. little touch of the P-mail bag. Big Daddy Burns, I have a tale from my morning walk earlier today. I know it'll never live up to the high standard of Carl writing into Penthouse Forum, but I will try my best. Dear Power Moves with Mike Burns featuring Gnarly Zach. I never thought I'd have a reason to share a story with you, but you won't believe what happened to me this morning. Last week, yeah, that's the perfect intro to a penthouse forum letter. Last <laughs> week, I found a trail near my house that goes along one of the lakes that makes up the city of Madison, Lake Monona, which is where Otis Redding died when his plane crashed into the lake. I have just, star I've just started walking again for health, you guys, and I'm trying to lose the COVID-19 that I put on. I've never heard that yet. COVID, the COVID-19, like the freshman 15, when you go to college, you put on 15 okay. pounds. COVID-19, I can't believe that's not more widespread. I'm on social media and things. I think you would have, I would have seen yeah, that. Yeah, make that blow up, dude. Yeah, you got, you got to own that, unless uh, you found it somewhere. But still, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that out into the world with me. <laughs> While I was walking through this picturesque park on the lake, I see a baggie on the paved walking trail. It's weed! <laughs> There's like a gram-sized red-haired bud and some shake. I throw that shit right in my pocket and keep walking. That's what you do. Yoink. Hell yeah, dude. Street, street drugs are the best drugs. I smoked some at work once. I thought I was going to die, dude. <laughs> I've found a lot of marijuana in my youth, in my 20s and such, but I always, I, I would always stash it and then wait till I was like broken out of booze, out of weed, and I'd be like, oh shit, the street weed. Let's get that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad about doing this now because it's, you know, dark times for me. I walk, up for, I walk further up the trail and see a pack of American Spirit menthols and a lighter on a bench. I think to myself that the two are related. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a trail. And someone was partying their ass off in the park on a goddamn Monday night. I leave the yep. cigs in the lighter and keep walking. I'd have to have those, too, even though I don't smoke. I think I just take I'll take, them. like, one cig and the lighter. I would take the lighter. <laughs> I'm taking the lighter. Free lighter's a free lighter. You always can use a lighter. I could have 20 lighters mm -hmm. and then... Three days later, I have zero lighters. I have no idea where they are. They come and go, man. They come and go. The trail spits me out onto the road, and I see this guy. This guy. I'll name him Guy. Is walking toward is walking toward the the walking toward the trail, and looks like he may have been partying. There's about a hundred feet from me. He's about a hundred feet from me, and we're walking toward one another. I give him a nod and say good morning, and that's the thing. If you're in a community and you should wear a mask, everyone wear your mask, put your mask on. It's not a big deal. Please wear the mask, help other people. But like a lot of people, they just, I think they, they get hunched down and they got the sunglasses, and the mask on, give people a wave, man. Like when you're out and about and people yeah, hit, that nod. hit that nod, like when you, when you, when someone moves off the sidewalk for you, you like show a little, show a little respect and you can smile with your eyes. You can tell when someone's eyes are like, Hey, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just make it a little bit bigger. I, I try to do that all the time. I see people out on the streets, and 
I realized that I felt I was being rude by having like a mask and sunglasses and a baseball hat. I'm like, Hey, I'm a psycho. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, the guy replies with an enthusiastic, what's up, dude. Hell yeah. And I ask him how he's doing. He tells me he's tripping his balls off. <laughs> Whoa, sweet. I reply. I saw a bag of weed on the path back there. I shouldn't have told him I found the weed. Dude, that's my weed, the guy shouts. I ask if he lost cigarettes because of the ones I saw on the bench. Yeah, dude, I totally lost my cigs. They're on the <laughs> bench? Fucking sweet. Keep the bud. He runs off uh, towards the bench, and uh, I keep on walking. I was glad that was the end of our interaction, but now I'm afraid to smoke the weed I found because the guy was clearly tripping. I don't mean to need to bug out on angel dust if that guy, that was that guy's weed. I'm thinking of asking one of my stoner neighbors to try it. That's a good idea. Just in case it's laced. Now, if I find any drugs, I'm giving them to you first. Come on, dude. You're like, I'm fragile. I'll take like a little snap of it. But yeah. like, I have asthma, dude. Well, then we'll know. Well, <laughs> asthma doesn't have anything to do with drug strength. You're going to be fine. Just- I did get some questionable weed that was supposed to have DMT on it from this like really sketchy guy I used to work with. Yeah. And uh, I smoked it and I just got like kind of an ugly body high and I threw the rest of it away. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I- I'm going to, I have something to add to that, but I want to finish this first. Weed isn't legal in Wisconsin, but it's decriminalized in Madison. Madison's a incredible city you ever a chance to go hang out and party in madison you get on that horse or that bus or whatever's going to take you there and you have a good time so it's just going to sit until i find a guinea pig i guess he's doing the same thing he's <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna put it in the back pocket for later have a wonderful day you guys that's a nice way to end it ed stevens self-appointed power moves wisconsin correspondent p.s it's my brother's birthday on Monday, and I was hoping I could tack on a B-Day shout-out on the end of my story. He's a big fan of Carl Walzine and listens to Power Moves every Thursday. Happy birthday, John Stevens, from all of us at the Power Moves program. I hope, it, I hope you rock it all the way, Ray, and, uh, and it's just the best one you ever had. Maybe you should uh, take some of Ed's uh, street weed. And like, yeah, dude, get him high with that shit. Yeah, it's your birthday. That's the day you can do something that might yeah, be questionable. Okay, you can't die on your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Oh, PPS, I smoked the weed I found on the trail. It's mids, but it's better than finding PCP. So there yeah, you go. Okay, that's a W. I um, was given a joint when I was fresh out of college, and I was bartender at a Thai restaurant. And one of the guys who worked there uh, gave me a joint after we'd been out at a, uh, at a gay club. Uh, everyone in that, cl- in that bar, um, except for me, there, none, no one was like a regular old straight guy. So they thought it was fun to take me out to like do drugs and go to like, which it was. They're all super, I've been there, dude. super fun. It's like, it's like a big smiley good time, but he gave me a leftover joint and the next day before work, I decided I'm going to just have a little bit because everyone else smokes weed before work. And then they seem to like enjoy their day more than I, you know, hate it <laughs> with just seething rage. And it gave me the sensation. I've told the story. I forget if it's here or on the Brooks program. It made me feel like there was a snake coming out of my throat, just constantly like this, this sensation. Uh. And I couldn't get it to stop. And I was freaked out. So I called into work and I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I, I got a rash or something. I can't come in. Like I, I cannot, I 
I'm, I'm freaked out gnarly. I'm bad at weed. I don't smoke weed very often. I don't do hard drugs. So I'm having a complete panic attack. They tell me, we don't care if you have a rash. We don't have anyone to work tonight. Just put a high collared shirt on and show up. And I'm like, please, <laughs> please, this is going to look bad to customers who want to eat food. And they're like, we don't care. It's better than nothing. So now I have to take my girlfriend's hairbrush and scrape my neck all up real bad with it so it gets all red and splotchy. Oh. <laughs> so when I go into work, not, now gnarly, I am high as a bejesus. It feels like there's a boa constrictor coming out of my throat and my You're neck is all, all destroyed <laughs> because I thought if I made it look bad enough, when I went into work, they'd let me go home. And I liked that job, to be honest. It was a it was a great job, but I accidentally took like one little toke of this laced weed. And I don't know what it was laced with, but it wasn't weed. It wasn't anything like I've ever had before. And I had to uh, maim myself. And I think they did let me go home like after like two or three hours, but that was just because I got cut. But holy shit, boy, I, I have bad memories. And also I tried to uh, get the snake to go away. I had a bit, one of those big bags of Skittles. Like yeah. the big ones. And I'm just shoveling in handfuls because like Skittles are real dense, I thought. And they'll like push the snake down in my throat. Oh, man, dude, oh, that sounds terrible. It was a bad time. I that uh that that was a it was a Sunday night too, you know. Mm. Like I'd been kicking it all day and I had to go into work a oh. night shift at a bar, like oh and there's and it's not gonna be busy. I'm just gonna sit there and freak out. At least maybe yep. you maybe you sweat it out slinging beers or booze or something. Um Oh, yeah. I uh, wanted to uh, let everyone know that there is a great new podcast that my buddy Nick Gregorio did. It's called Not Like Us. He took one of his screenplays and he cut it up into four parts. Uh, so it's a podcast, four parts, like a miniseries. It is produced like a movie with audio, etc. but there's narration. It's great. And he was kind enough to give me a uh, small role in it. It's not small. It's a nice sized roll, gnarly, big fat roll. Yeah. I'm not in this clip, but I'm going to play a little teaser for you so you can see what it sounds like um, at the end of the program. And uh, Nick and I have plans to do a, another audio play, fully produced, that uh, written by Carl Walzine. And I think you know what that script is. So uh, get pumped. Can't promise that'll be anytime super soon, but when it happens, it's going to be the bomb gnarly thank you for joining me that was a monster episode thanks for having me dude we dipped over an hour i appreciate you putting in a long day at work and then doing the program uh, I'm here. Fucking, i had that beer and i'm all awake now man it's hot dog time for you gnarly mm -hmm. um we will see you later and we will see you uh on monday of course for monday night beers and uh maybe we'll throw oh, up yeah. a little something extra on the patrons uh, in the next couple days really looking forward to the weekend you guys Dobbs, gun trained on Corporal Whitfield, steps forward. I'm in charge here, and you just crashed my crime scene. Corporal James Whitfield raises his arms. His breathing is heavy. I'm sorry, officer. I'm unarmed. Corporal James Whitfield, United States Army. That's better. At ease. Like I said, this is a crime scene. I'm in charge. Now why do we have to barricade anything? Corporal Whitfield lowers his arms. He looks down at Lieutenant Buckley, then back at Dobbs. Because there is something terrible out there. Hey, Frank, why don't you and John throw a table and some chairs in front of that door and lock it up? Cheryl, go lock up in the back. Paul, you want to do something? Help Cheryl. No one gets in. 
Paul nods. Cheryl and Paul head through the kitchen doors. Dobbs holsters his gun. Corporal Whitfield stands up. Why are you here, Corporal Whitfield? Our base was compromised. John and Frank stop their barricading. Russians? Probably the Chinese. Letitia pops up from her booth. Oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck is happening? Okay, what about my friend? We need to get Marcus out of here. Dobbs holds up a hand. Miss, we'll get your friend help, but right now I'm going to need you to calm down and be quiet. Letitia clamps her jaw tight. She is furious. This motherfucking pig. What happened, Corporal? We're safer in here than we are out there. It wasn't the Russians or the Chinese. It was us at the base. It was our own people fucking killing each other. Fragging. Fragging. That's when you kill your own guys. Happened a lot close to the end in Nam. You were in the shit, huh? First Sergeant, 23rd Infantry, Americal. Two tours, 70-71. You ain't never seen no shit like this, old top. 